Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance News Show, where we bring you the latest headlines from the world of business and finance. Today, we'll be covering a range of topics, including Oregon County's lawsuit against big oil companies for their role in the 2021 heat dome, IBM's potential acquisition of Aptio, Eli Lilly's oral obesity therapy causing weight loss, and much more. We'll also discuss how recession fears and central bank rate hikes have impacted crude oil prices this week. Stay tuned after a short ad break to learn more about these stories and other top headlines from this week, including e-cigarette sales increasing by nearly 50% between 2020 and 2022, Mountain Valley Pipeline winning its final permit for construction according to Manchin, S&P 500 posting its worst week since March due to rate concerns stalling Wall Street rally, as well as Boyle and YINN among ETF weekly movers. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Oregon's Multnomah County is suing oil and gas companies, including ExxonMobil, Chevron, Shell, BP, and ConocoPhillips for over $51 billion in damages. The county claims that emissions from these companies played a significant role in causing the extreme heat event during several days in late June and early July 2021. The lawsuit seeks to pay for costs associated with future extreme heat events as well as to study, plan, and weatherproof against extreme heat. Temperatures during the 2021 heat dome event soared to a record-shattering high of 116 degrees Fahrenheit, causing extensive property damage and resulting in the deaths of 69 people. Crude oil saw its largest weekly decline since May, primarily due to central bank interest rate increases and fears of a global economic downturn. Business activity in Europe slowed down, while China's economic recovery faltered. Despite a surprise decline in crude stocks and a decrease in the number of U.S. oil rigs, concerns about recession and demand outweighed supply-side tightness. The front-month NYMEX crude for August delivery ended the week at $69.16 per barrel, down 3.8%, while August Brent crude closed 3.6% lower at $73.85 per barrel compared to last year's end-of-June benchmarks which were down 38% and 37%, respectively. Energy stocks ranked second from the bottom in the week's S&P sector standings with minus 4.3%. IBM is reportedly close to acquiring software provider Aptio for $5 billion, with the deal potentially being completed over the weekend, according to sources. Aptio is currently owned by private equity firm Vista Equity Partners, which acquired it for $1.94 billion in 2018. It's unclear whether the acquisition price includes debt. In addition to this potential acquisition, IBM is also exploring a sale of its weather business which could fetch more than $1 billion. The Mountain Valley Pipeline project has been granted its final permit to continue construction, as announced by Senator Joe Manchin. Equitrans Midstream is leading the pipeline with partners Nextera Energy, Consolidated Edison, Altagas, and RGC Resources. The pipeline is expected to have a capacity of 2 billion cubic feet per day. Construction is scheduled to resume by July 1st. 
Eli Lilly's obesity drug, orfibrillin, resulted in weight reduction of up to 14.7% in adults during a phase 2 trial. The oral GLP-1 receptor agonist caused dose-dependent and statistically significant body weight reductions ranging from 8.6% to 12.6% across all doses at the primary endpoint of 26 weeks compared to placebo. Mild to moderate gastrointestinal side effects were the most commonly reported adverse events, consistent with other gut hormone-based treatment safety profile. Currently, Lilly's Phase 3 programs for orfibrillin in obesity and type 2 diabetes are underway. Sales of e-cigarettes increased by 47% from January 2020 to December 2022, with disposable devices accounting for more than half of the sales. Additionally, flavors that could attract young people, such as fruit and candy, also experienced a surge in sales. The number of e-cigarette brands rose from 184 to 269 during this period. The top five selling brands were Views, JUL, Elf Bar, NJOY, and Breeze Smoke. To combat the increase in e-cigarette purchases, the CDC recommends restricting sales of flavored products and implementing strategies to prevent youth access to these products. The S&P 500 fell 1.39% last week, ending a five-week win streak due to interest rate concerns. The index hit resistance levels and lost ground in three out of four sessions. Fed Chair Jerome Powell reiterated the need for more rate hikes this year to combat inflationary pressures, while economic data showed cooling in the economy but resilience in the labor market. All S&P 500 sectors except healthcare lost ground, with real estate and energy leading the losers. Today's market saw significant gains and losses among various ETFs. The ultra-Bloomberg Natural Gas 2X ETF increased by 14%, while the regional bank's bull 3X Direxin decreased by 24%. The FTSE China Bear Dash 3X Direxin rose by 24%, but the FTSE China Bull 3X Direxin fell by 22%. Additionally, Semiconductor Bear Dash 3X Direxin experienced a gain of 16%. However, Electric and Autonomous 2X ETF Direxhin, CSI China Internet IDX Bull 2X ETF Direxhin, and Pressure Short Bitcoin Strategy 1X ETF all declined between minus 19% to minus 20%. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Business and Finance News Show. Stay informed, stay ahead, and we'll see you next time. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. It's been a pleasure until we meet again tomorrow. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website. See the show notes page for links. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.